Hello, and welcome to the Revelation Podcast. My name is John, and I would like to thank you for taking time to click wherever you click play at. And we are continuing onward with Jesus and Exodus. This is part 22, and I will look at verses 3 through 9 at chapter 13. And with this presentation, I want us to see on how much Jesus parallels even with the book of Exodus. So that's why I'll begin in the New Testament, and then I'll work my way back to the Old Testament. Now, sometimes I can start off right into Exodus and then go to the New Testament. You know, when we look at the Word of God, we should ask ourselves the question of, where is Jesus in all of this? Now, he could actually be physically in this, like in the Gospels. And sometimes we could see what the Word is teaching us. And we could see that teaching reflect on what Jesus teaches us. The Word is all about him. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know, so we see that the Word of God is all about Jesus. It revolves all around Him. The 66 books revolve all around Him. Now, this is called, Remember What the Lord Did. And go turn to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16. From the ESV, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law on their hearts and write them on their minds. Now from this verse... I like to look at, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. The Holy Spirit fulfilled Ezekiel's prophecy. In Ezekiel chapter 11, verses 19 through 20, God tells Ezekiel, And I will give them one heart and a new spirit I will put within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statue and keep my rules and obey them and they shall be my people. I will be their God. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 3 I'm reading from ESV and you show and that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. When we are born again by being born of the Spirit, we get a new spirit. And with that new spirit comes with a 
heart of flesh. And that's where our conscience is in. It's in our hearts. You know, without the flesh, yes, we do have a conscience. But it's within our thoughts. It's within our mind. In other words, we know it. But in our flesh, we cannot obey the conscience that God has given us. And so that's why we have a new spirit when we're born again. We have a new conscience. We are led by the Holy Spirit. And when we are led by this Holy Spirit, it comforts us. In John chapter 16, verse 7 says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, or sometimes translation uses the word comforter, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Now, when we are led by the Spirit, obviously it will lead us. And it will speak to us on the inside to our spirit. In John chapter 16 verse 13 says, When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. The spirit, you know, he will declare all things to us. And we see in John chapter 16, verses 14 through 15 says, He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has in mine, therefore I said that he will declare what is mine and declare it to you. He will declare it to you through your spirit. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 8, it says, The Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and these three agree. In other words, God the Son, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit agree. That right there is one of the reasons on why God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are three in one. When we are led by the Spirit, He will teach us all things, and He will remind us all the things Jesus said. In John chapter 14, verse 26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So, we are reminded on how to worship God by our spirit that's led by the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to briefly talk about those that worship God. We worship Him in spirit by being born again. We worship Him in truth that the Spirit guides us. In John chapter 4 verse 23, Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman and said this, But the hour is coming and is now here when the true 
worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. So, from Jesus, we know that the true worshipers of God are those that worship Him in spirit. In other words, they have to be born of the Spirit and also in truth. That the Spirit will guide us because He is the Spirit of truth. He will guide us according to the Word. Those that cannot worship God because they do not have the Spirit. Only those that can testify Jesus is Lord are born of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 3 says, Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says, Jesus is a curse. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Only that can know the truth with the words are those that have been born of the Spirit. Only they that have been born of the Spirit can know truth because they are born of the Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12, read from ESV. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit the holy spirit the holy spirit who is from god that we might understand things freely given to us by god the word of god is spiritual and man cannot understand it because he is not born of the spirit the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of god for they are folly to him and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. <coughs> Excuse me. A person that says, I know him, but does not keep his words, does not have the truth. So they cannot worship God. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 4 says, Whoever says, I know him but does not keep his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. So, the true worshipers of God are those that worship him in spirit and in truth. Without the spirit and truth, people cannot worship God. Now, we were made to worship God. And we could go all the way back to the beginning to see that. On the sixth day, God made the human race. He made Adam and Eve. And this is what he says about that. Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 to 31. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, 
be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have the dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every point yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food, and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. So we could see that God made the human race for the purpose of worshiping him. God gave man the authority on the earth. He put him above all living things. And so we see in the New Testament that we do things to glorify him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 says, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And doing, to, doing all to the glory of God includes the things that we have authority over. And in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So we see from the Old Testament and in the New Testament, we see we were made to worship God. We worship God in spirit and in truth in all that we do. When we read the word daily to transform our mind and to meditate on daily, the spirit will remind us through our spirit on how to worship God. In the Old Testament, when it comes to worshiping God, only God's anointing like prophets, priests, and kings were led by the Spirit. Christ had not come in the flesh yet to give the Holy Spirit for all that believe. When we are anointed with the Spirit, we have knowledge and truth. About that, we could see from 1 John chapter 2, verses 20-21. through 21. But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you, not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it and because no lie is of the truth. So those in the Old Testament had to go before a prophet or a priest to get the word of God. The prophet, priest, and kings were the only ones that were anointed in the Old Testament because Christ has not come in the flesh yet. Now that Christ has come into this world, he has left us the Holy Spirit. 
that whoever is born of the Spirit can receive the Holy Spirit. So whoever is a child of God is anointed just like the priests, prophets, and kings were in the Old Testament. So when we are anointed, we have knowledge and truth. And through that, we are being taught by the Spirit. In 1 John chapter 2, verses 20 said, But the anointed one that you have received from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true, and is no lie, just as it taught you, abide in him. So as long as we abide in Christ, we have the Spirit. And the Spirit will guide us. And through that, we practice righteousness. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 7 says, Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteousness. And number four, we abide in him. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, and God in him. And by this, we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. Now, all this are those who are born of the spirit and are led by the spirit. These are the ones who have the anointings through that they have knowledge and truth. And through that, the spirit reminds us what he taught us. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said. So we see there is a difference between us and those in the Old Testament when it comes to worship. We are led by the Spirit, so we know how to worship God. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was only on priests, prophets, and kings. The people had to go to them to get to the Word so that they know how to worship. In the Old Testament, they had to be reminded by something or someone. For example, when they forgot about the rules of the Sabbath, they were stoned to death. God had Moses to instruct the children of Israel to write God's law on their fringes. And we see this in Numbers chapter 15, verses 38 through 41. Speak to the people of Israel and tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations, and to put a cord of blue on the tassel of each corner, and it shall be a tassel for you to look at and remember all the commandments of the Lord, to do them not to follow after your own heart and your own eyes, which are inclined to whore after. So you shall remember and do all the commandments and be holy to your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. God's anointed one reminded the children of Israel what God did for them. By Psalms. In Psalms chapter 70, 78, verses 6 through 8, that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise, 
and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and that they should not be like their father, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. God uses feasts to help them remember what he did for them. And we are coming to Exodus chapter 13, verses 3 through 9. Then Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery, for by a strong hand the Lord brought you out of this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. Today, in the month of Abit, you are going out. And when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give to you a land flowing with milk and honey, you shall keep this service in this month. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten for seven days, and no leavened bread shall be seen with you, and no leaven shall be seen with you in all your territory. You shall tell your son on that day, It is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. And it shall be a sign on your hand and as a memorial between your eyes that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand, the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. So we see on how God reminded people in the Old Testament. He reminded people in the Old Testament with fringes that was written on their clothes. He reminded people through psalms and through feasts. The true worshipers of God are reminded on how to worship God by on how to worship God by having the spirit. They worship in spirit and in truth. And we saw that earlier on. The Spirit reminds us in John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So we are reminded of how to worship God by the Spirit. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to this, and I pray that you'll continue to read the Word. I hope that you're able to see what I said. I hope that you are going by the Word. That's the aim of this podcast. The Revelation Podcast wants to present the Word for what it is. Well, I look forward to speaking to you guys again soon. And God bless you.